This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. Welcome into another smoking hot edition of The Odds Couple. Welcome to your weekend, folks. We are presented, as always, by the fine folks at PropSwap. And we'll talk to Luke Burgandy later today. We're also going to talk to our guy, Jim Miller, and what a uh, weekend to get Jimmy's picks for the Kentucky Derby, the run for the Roses tomorrow. We got basketball. We got NHL playoffs. We got baseball. We got odds galore, Mikey, and we've got so much to talk about. It's going to be a lot of fun. How are you, buddy? Hey, did you come back from the rodeo? I did, yes. You uh, were in Austin, right? It was in Austin. A lot of barbecue, a lot of tacos. A little hop-along quesadilla. <laughs> huh? Hop-along quesadilla. Hop-along quesadilla. Did you have your cowboy hat on? I did not, actually. I think uh, even in Austin, I think I'd look a little You're out of place. You're an old cow hand from Taylor Street. I'd look a little out of place in that cowboy hat. Oh, it does not suit me. Would. But I'll tell you, it was a good time, that's for sure. It's nice well, to be somewhere warm and sunny for a change. Well, Randy's a little under the weather, but I just want to say last week he had our only winner one. Well, really, not our only winner, two and one, as I had Milwaukee in the first game. Nice. Uh, but he had the under. I had taken the over, so we were two and one. On the bonus pick, I was 0-2. I took baseball. I told the kids. You know, the youngins, uh, uh, Balak and Abdallah, I said, listen, guys, it's like Casey Stangle with Mantle and Maris right now. <laughs> I did not want to really break the news to him, but it was like Casey Stangle with Ed Cranepool and Ron Sloboda by the time I was done making the wrong picks. But things are going good. We got the NBA. We got baseball. We got everything going. We do. We got a little bit of everything. What have you thought of the start of the baseball season, Mike? A lot's been made of the ball, uh, the low scores. The yeah. weather has stunk. I think that has contributed, but sure. there's obviously something going on. With the baseball, I'll be honest, I haven't bet a ton of baseball no. yet. Um, I, you know, maybe you like to get your feet wet a little here and there, but I think it's been uh, a tough start to gambling-wise to the baseball season. Yeah, absolutely. I haven't done much because I, I did what I wanted to do. I haven't been doing a lot of handicapping individually, time, mm-hmm. so I took the four right. totals for the teams. My Detroit under is looking sparkling right now. My Cora Boston under is looking unbelievable right now because they don't have buzzers. Now. <laughs> As far as the offer with Tampa Bay, that's looking great right now. And then uh, the Cubs is the only one at 74 mm. uh, that I want to get over on. But I did not know how bad a manager Ross really is until the other night. See, when you bet these individual teams, folks, you become like one of the players or coaches. So I'm watching the other night. They're down three to nothing, okay? And bags are loaded. They just walked the guy. And Jan Gnomes is up, okay, who's hitting 212. It's 2-0. You got a chance now to walk, maybe. You're not going to swing away on 2-0. and And what does he do? He swings away. Ross has to put the take sign on there. Put the pressure on the pitching staff. Put the pressure on the other team. Instead, he pops up to second base. And that's the end of that. And I've seen other things. He was late with a uh, deal on Milwaukee the other day when Milwaukee t- took too long to call a replay. He got out of the dugout too late. Mm. So so these are things I'm seeing that maybe, you know, when people say manager doesn't make a difference, absolutely a manager makes a difference. But is David Ross ever going to be in a position uh, to, to be a good manager? I mean, good it's question. Ben- 
His bench coach is Andy Green, who only won 42% of his games. But it's time to start concentrating on developing some of these guys, but also putting them in a, a deal to win. They're, they're, they're right in a lot of these ball games. And then there's the Cincinnati Reds, who are an abomination oh. at 322. I mean, uh, that they're only plus 110 at home tonight. I'll tell you how bad the Pirates are, who are minus 130 on the money line. But mm-hmm. holy cow. You know, I don't know if... I, I guess it is a bad look for baseball. They're not the only bad team ever. The 88 Orioles were pretty awful. There's some bad Cub teams sure. over the years. There's been a lot of bad teams, but, geez, for a, a team that traded away some star players and some all-star caliber players in the offseason, it's a pretty bad look, Mike. I mean, they, they might struggle to get to – I mean, they're definitely going to struggle to get to – forget about 40 wins. I, I, I don't know. I mean, three wins a, a month into the season is like, are you kidding me? This they're an abomination. This is what commissioners are for. Bowie Coon stopped uh, Charlie Finley from just a wholesale uh, type of situation where he wanted to get rid of Vita Blue, Sal mm. Bando, all his stars, just to deplete the team, all right, get a cheaper payroll, uh, make money off those players on top of it. Bowie Coon stepped in and said no. He, he just said, no, you're not doing this. And that's what this Manfred guy should be doing. Uh, you know, when they got rid of Winker and some of these other guys, you know, Cincinnati was pretty good last year, yeah, folks. Halfway decent? Yes. They're, they're a couple players away, and all of a sudden, I talked to my buddy Andy Furman in, in, in Cincinnati, does uh, uh, radio for Fox, and mm-hmm. I said to I called him this week. I go, what's going on out there? He says, the guy's in the grocery business, the owner, uh, you know, he, he doesn't seem like he's... Knows what he's doing and stuff like that. But, I mean, this is terrible for baseball. But we've had it before, like you said, Carmen. They won, 80, they won 83 games last year. Absolutely. You know, Winker. You're right there. Why don't you want to fill your stadium? You know what I did? I never said to my wife when I had my three hot dog stands, me and B. I said, B, you know what we got to do? We got to figure out a way to really run the product down and not have anybody come into here. the ground. Yeah, I don't understand this. Run it straight into the because ground because they get guaranteed money. You're t- what are you doing if you're Pittsburgh? I wish Oof. I owned the Pirates. Oh my god, we'd be contending every year with that stadium. Oh my god, every I know. year. How about it? That stadium. Give my me god. a break. You're right. They don't want to spend a dime. Unbelievable. I mean, it's crazy, man. Some of these owners. Any it th- really is Cubs and Dodgers. Obviously, today here <laughs> that ain't going to happen. Uh, the weather just continues to be brutal. It does look like we're going to get a break here finally, starting tomorrow Saturday. It looks about like it's going to be a little bit better. About time is right. Uh, before we go any further, and we're going to cover all the NBA, a lot of fun stuff to talk about. Any thoughts at all, Mikey, on White Sox, Red Sox? They open up a series in Fenway Park, 615 first pitch tonight, uh, right here on your home for White Sox baseball, uh, ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. Velasquez against Evaldi seems like a slightly tilted pitching matchup in favor of the Carmines, as Hawk would say, but the Sox plus 145, Boston minus 176. Well, that's what was shocking to me when I first saw it today. That Boston, who's been struggling, they can't hit their way out of a paper bag. Velasquez had a pretty decent outing last time, but it doesn't look like... But is he going to be doing that again? You look at pitchers that have struggled at times. Do they put two games together? I don't know, but I do know this. Boston's got a couple players you got to worry about. You know, and, Bogart's and, and, endeavors mostly. That's it, yeah, mostly. And, and you know what? You can beat this ball club, especially at that park. Uh, but it's a different year for the White Sox too. We still have some injuries mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But as far as I'm concerned, like I said, I have the under eighty five and a half uh, in Boston. I want the White Sox. If being a White Sox fan, to just kick their ever living tails. I like it. All right, sounds good. <laughs> we got a couple NBA games tonight. Uh, yes. The first one going off is going to be Heat Sixers. Now, both these games tonight in these series, this is. 
These are the 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 two o o two series. Sixers are back home down in the o two hole. Mavericks the late game. We're going to talk about both of them and tomorrow's action. Uh, Heat Sixers. As we are recording the podcast Friday morning, we still don't have definitive word on Joel Embiid. I, I it, to me, it doesn't seem like he's ready to play yet tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, I. I you know, you kind of feel like he's going to do anything he can to play because if they lose tonight, what's the point of coming back for game four? You're down 0-3 to the Heat. You can forget about it. I don't think they have a chance of beating the Heat uh, in a game, in a series, obviously, without Joel Embiid. I, I just don't. We've talked a lot about Harden. He looks like a oh different player, God. Mike. I mean, I, I can't You know what? When it. they think the old-timer has lost his touch, I said from the beginning this guy would be a, a catastrophe. You're going to give that guy $50 million a year? He's going to sit there? Oof. Hey, I heard he – listen, the guy blows 500 Gs at strip clubs a night. The guy, the guy's out all the time. Listen, I'm just saying what I'm hearing, not what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know what you're saying. Yeah. You know what I'm hearing. So I'm telling you right now, you're going to – the guy's heavy. The guy can't get by anybody. He's still, he was the number one guy that benefited all over the flop rule. And I'm going to pretend I'm shooting from 50 feet away and have, and make contact mm. with the guy. They took that away from the man. And now he can't get by a guy. He can't. The Sixers are plus three at home tonight. Again, we uh, at this point are operating under the assumption that Embiid's probably not going to play Philly plus three at home. When have we heard this before about Embiid? I don't care how Poor he got guy. hurt. It I don't sucks. Know I mean. It's a nightmare. It is. Every time you count on the guy, I mean, seriously, people it, had MVP votes on him. They're going to be gone now, regardless of tonight. It sucks. Two ten and a half is the total. Miami really hasn't been pushed yet in these playoffs. Mike six and one straight up, five and two against the number in the postseason. Six of the seven games they've played have gone under the total. Wednesday's game two is the only one to go over. Mm-hmm. So use that uh, as you try to play that. Tyler game Hero made one from forty feet away the other day. All these guys. It's I like, mean, eh, my no God. I mean, they play defense. They got and Jimmy Butler. I don't think he's a superstar. I think he's an accountable star. You know what I mean? He shows he's showing up, man. Yeah. He's t- he adds toughness to the team. Uh, you got Hero. You got these other guys, and they're oh. relentless defensively. Like you absolutely, said. absolutely, a, a great coach. Yeah, he is. He's terrific. Suns, Mavs. We'll get into that game coming up in a little bit. Um, some fun stuff to talk about there. I mean, Luca's been crazy, but is it sort of playing right into exactly what Phoenix wants to have happen in this series? Luca's been unbelievable. They've got a 2-0 series lead, and they've covered in both the games. So we're going to talk about that one, plus the two very intriguing games on the Saturday card in the NBA. Um, lots of fun stuff happening. we got Derby tomorrow. We'll give you our best plays, some picks for the Derby with Jim Miller a little bit later on. And coming up next, of course, our guy Luke Pergandy from PropSwap to talk about what's hot on the app and what's hot on the website. We're just getting warmed up, folks. Don't go anywhere. You got Carmen and Mike with you each and every Friday. We are the Odds Couple presented by PropSwap. This is the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. You're listening to the Odds Couple with Mike North and Carmen DeFalco on Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000. Every Friday, catch us on the ESPN Chicago app outside of baseball season. We're always on at night, too, on ESPN 1000. You will still get the Encore replay over the air and terrestrial radio tomorrow, Saturday morning on AM 1000 and FM 100.3 HD2. It's good to be back with Mike. We are the Odds Couple presented by PropSwap, and every week we talk to one of the founding members of PropSwap. It's the best app out there, the best website out there for buying and selling 
your futures wagers. You can get rich doing it. Why are you not doing it? Get in on the action. Say hi to Luke Pergandy, everybody. Oh, you're raising your ass off. <laughs> welcome yeah, welcome up, back home to Chicago. What's up, Bill? How are you? Good. How are you? We're great, Good. How's buddy. the weather out there for you, huh? You got, got, got to get the blood going again. You're moving in this I weekend, think- right? I'm moving in this weekend. I think it's going to snow, so it's oh going to snow God. in May. Thank God. Like Mike said, though, it's a, we got a warm-up coming. Don't worry Good about it. It's around you. the Good corner. Good to have you back, Luke. It's great to have you That's back right. home. Thank you. Um, and so, yeah, let's get into it. I mean, the NBA playoffs, here we go. I mean, it's been it's been great. Uh, Miami hasn't been tested yet. Mike and I were just talking about that. It looks like the Sixers, especially without Embiid, Ugh. have absolutely no chance uh, in that series. You know, you look at the Heat now and their series. I, they haven't been tested, so I don't know what to think of them. You but could, you could buy mm-hmm. Philly cheap now, though, right? You could buy Philly real cheap. You, the Heat are down yeah. to four and a half to one. Luke, they're the third choice behind the Suns and the Warriors. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the logic might be. It looks like Milwaukee and Boston are going to beat the heck out of each other. Yep. Um, and you know that they'll be tired. Coming into the Miami City, what a shame that, that Joel Embiid can't play in this. There's, I know there's been some some pushback on him that he's always injured, but like this was, <laughs> it's not like his knee hurts. I mean, he got elbowed in the face, yeah. and his you know, you what, know though, bone in his injured. face is fractured. He's always injured, though. No matter what, yeah. just snake bit guys. It sucks, yeah. you know. That's what happens, Luke? I mean, it's not his fault, but my God, you know, it's just it's just a shame. Yeah, yeah. I I really think they could have beat this Miami team. Um, if he was healthy, but obviously Harden has, has performed worse than everyone thought he was going to. Who knows if he can bounce back next year? Who knows if he'll be on Philly next year? But, uh, yeah, that, that Milwaukee-Boston series. So, you know, Milwaukee goes into Boston on game one, steals one. You know, Brad Stevens was uh, shown leaving the, the garden at, you know, with six minutes left on the clock. And after that, what happened is everyone sold their Celtics futures. So everyone's freaking out mm. that this team is done after just one game. Mm. And we sold tons of Boston Celtics futures that morning at eight to one, at nine to one. I mean, they're back to like four to one odds. Yes, now. they are. So you know, the the point is, you can swoop in when these when these you know sellers freak out. Yep. Just one game. It's a seven game series, and you know people kind of you know freak out, especially lose a game at home like that, you know, is this series over? It's not at all. And on PropSwap, you can swoop in when sellers are, are having some remorse. Did you see anything similar, like, after the Grizzlies lost that first game yeah. in heartbreaking fashion where, you know, it was a great play, Ja was right there, just missed it, but then, then they bounced back, and now that series is 1-1. Yep. Exactly. Exact same thing. You know, they, Grizzlies was the heartbreaker. Grizzlies sellers kind of freaked out. Buyers got some really good deals on tickets. We saw some 20-1 to 1. Mm. Grizzlies tickets sell after that loss. John Moran comes out, drops like 47 in that game, too, and they're right back in it. So uh, clearly a, a rising star. And I know, Carm, I think you had a jaw MVP I, ticket. I did. This I year. did, yeah. You know, so it might have just been a little bit too early on that pick, but he's obviously going to be a, a superstar in this in this NBA. Listen, I don't know if PropSwap has this apparatus at the, being the great site that it is. You know how much I love you guys, but is there a – uh, a way that if uh, somebody wants to get rid of their over Cincinnati tickets, they have to pay me <laughs> to take that. I mean, uh, that looks like, I mean, if you want to talk about the vertebral Titanic on taking the over the total on a team, it's God, over, I hope isn't nobody it? did. It's over. Seriously. Um, that is one of the worst teams <laughs> in, in history. Um, yep. Man, man, are they bad? Yeah. Uh, I don't know what to do with our Chicago teams. Like, are the Sox and Carm, you tell me, like, is the time to, you know, let's say you have uh, an over uh, win total on the White Sox. Like, is it time to dump that thing? I mean, I don't know if you can 
I think the total was you got it 94. in the ninety-four. Yeah, I think it was ninety-three yeah. or was it ninety-four. Ninety-two. Yeah, ninety-three, ninety-four. Yeah. yeah, I think it was. I mean, yeah, if, I mean, you, you dump that thing now. It's it's it seems like that's probably done. Uh, you know, I'm not ready to say this team can win the World Series this year, right. but from a season win total perspective, that's, yeah. that might be toast. I think because of the injuries, too, guys and stuff like that. Well, and I, the it, weather, it could be time to dump those tickets, but it also could be time to maybe go out. And, you know, you can get the Sox. Look, they were about eight. They were like fourth or fifth, probably about fourth choice when the se- a season started oh, yeah. to win the World Series. Yeah. You can get them like yep. a 20 to one now. I mean, why not buy one of those? They turn it on. And if they've got first place, uh, by if they're in first place by July 4th, sell the ticket on Prop Swap, you know, because mm-hmm. they won't mm-hmm. be 20 to one if they, and do you if they believe turn it the inside? Do you believe right now the over under for Cincinnati is still, it's 59. Uh, I think that's, in, that's insanity. I, that's I don't, insane I, I can't at minus ima- 120. I can't imagine how they would get there. I can't. I can't either. I can't either. But the it's Cubs, insane. I got, Luke, I have Detroit under, Boston under, Tampa over. Those are doing good. But I have the Cubs over 74. That's one you might hang on to and just hope for a little winning streak if they get a weakness in the schedule. But I think both teams are in that deal where you could try to sell them now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, I would. I agree. I, I don't trust this Cubs team enough. I don't like their um, but manager. I, I, what's that? I don't like Ross. I, I agree. Yeah. 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 I agree with that. Um, it's yeah, just too, a little bit too friendly. Doesn't know yep. the quant as much as I would like. There you go. Um, so yeah, I agree with that. But mm. yeah, baseball's been kind of a weird year. I agree. I'd fade Boston a little bit, and you know, obviously Tampa's looked great so far. And and I tell you, the Mets. I mean, if you got it, look, pre- oh. a month ago the Mets were twelve to one. Now you know you're probably not going to find the Mets. Uh, higher than seven to one, you know, um, mm-hmm. and so those are the ones you should start to sell. Baseball's so hard; so much can change. It's a, you know, and maybe the Mets uh, win it all when it's all said and done, come late October, early November. But I mean, geez, when you when you, that's what you're looking for, you got twelve to one, fifteen to one, and now you're looking at seven to one. Yeah, might as well. Yeah, post you it. better sell now. The yep. best thing they did was get rid of Cano, pay him off, yeah. and then the show Walter. But they're they're pitching without one of their studs. Where well, they are, and if he comes back, watch out. I mean, I get it. They look like a good team in a division that's not very competitive. I mean, the Phillies again last night. My God, they blew a six run oh, lead my, it, in the ninth. We'll in the talk Mets. about that in the fourth segment about joke. the game that might want to make you quit betting. Good oh. Lord in heaven, yeah, that might be yeah, the Phillies. Seven. So. Oh. Seven run, ninth inning, like just jump off a bridge. And <laughs> the Phillies in that game. Unbelievable. I mean, it really is. The Phillies yeah. can't get out of their own way. So, Luke, listen, great stuff as always. Welcome home to Chicago, buddy. Uh, moving's the worst. So uh, get get it done this weekend. Settle in. We're happy you're home, and we'll talk to you next week, all right? Thanks, guys. Mo- moving in 42 and raining might be might be worse than Even just worse. general moving. So, I hear you, buddy. Are. See you, pal. <laughs> That's our guy, Luke Pergandy from Prop Swap. Follow him at Luke Pergandy on Twitter and Instagram. So we talked about Heat Sixers, Suns, Mavs tonight. This is another one of the series where the home team is looking for a win down 0-2 after two games in Phoenix. As I mentioned earlier to Mike, I mean, Luca drops 45 and 35, plays great. Uh, Suns still win both games and covered in both games and won game two by 20 for crying out loud. Total in the game is 219. Mavericks at last check as we record the podcast a one-point favorite at home. Phoenix, you ready, folks, has won 11 straight over the Dallas Mavericks. The last time the Mavs beat the Suns, November 29th, 2019. We didn't even have COVID yet, Mike, for crying out loud. Yeah. That's how long it's been. Maybe the Mavericks are due. I think they'll get a, uh, a – I do think the Mavs will have a, a great effort tonight. Uh, I just wonder if they have enough to beat the Suns because they're putting on a clinic offensively okay. right now. And they're doing a great job just saying, hey, Brunson Luka, hasn't go ahead. been able to be the number that, two that's guy. That's it. 
That's it. I mean, I'm looking at that. You need to need another guy. Now, Doncic is doing it by himself. But, look, folks, I know he's beating out Michael Jordan for the uh, points all time. But also, I don't think my, uh, Michael Jordan in a game was ever minus 28 when he was on the floor. Mm. They don't play any defense. And that's the problem with that team. I mean, I like I like Luca. Don't get me wrong, but he can be vulnerable defensively. Also, he's a freelancer, oh, and they're ta- they're attacking him, Mike. I mean, I think oh, they're, absolutely. they're trying to exhaust him, and they're doing a good job of it. They absolutely, are. and I like I give him all the credit in the world. And I heard, you know, I sort of poo pooed Phoenix because I thought Booker was going to be out. They made it sound like Booker was going to be out for a couple weeks at least. He came back pretty quick. Oh yeah, I know. He came pretty, back and he, and he was quick. great in game two, and Paul's doing well. Yeah. Now Paul's got to shut me up and go all the way. That's all. Boy, he's played great. He played so good in the fourth quarter the other night. So you give well. him the mid ranger, you're yeah. dead. I mean, uh, the 14 for 14 is a wake up call yeah. for anybody that this kid can play. That's it. He's carving him up in that pick and roll. All right. When we uh, come back, we're going to talk about the two NBA games on tap for Saturday. A couple good ones: Celtics and Bucks, and Milwaukee Warriors and Grizzlies by the Bay. We'll get our guy Jim Miller a little bit later on as well. He's going to give us ponies. We'll give you our best plays for the weekend. We still got a lot to do. Don't go anywhere, folks. You got Mike North and Carmen DeFalco. We are the Odds Couple presented. By Prop Swap. This is the Odds Couple with Carmen DeBalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. This is the Odds Couple with Carmen DeBalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Derby weekend. Jim Miller coming up in a little bit with some picks. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco with you each and every Friday. You get this great podcast. You get the Encore Replay Saturday mornings 8 to 9. It is the Odds Couple presented by PropSwap. Got a pretty good four-pack of NBA games tonight oh. and tomorrow. Right, Mikey? I mean, tomorrow, here we go into the series that are each tied at one. Series shifts to Milwaukee. Bucks and Celtics will be the first game. I think that's a 3.30 tip, I believe. Maybe a 2.30 tip uh, our time on Saturday. So you get some afternoon buckets into the Grizzlies-Warriors at night. The Bucks are at home laying two. As we tape the podcast, 2.13 is the total. All seven of Milwaukee's postseason games, all seven so far, have gone under. Now, mm-hmm. if this game goes off at 2.13, it will be the lowest total of any of the games the Bucks have played so far at home. Bucks were not a great cover at Pfizer Forum or Arena, whatever they call it up there uh, this year. Just 17-27 and 27 against the spread at home this season. And both of the first games were lopsided. One went Milwaukee's way easily. One went Boston's way pretty easily, Mike. You know, I, I really have trouble thinking Boston's going to come right in and beat them the first game. I'm not saying that Boston won't win a game out there. Uh, you know, I like Boston to win the series, and it's hard for me to go against Giannis. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I already, uh, you know, I picked the Celtics uh, the first round, and, uh, you know, both my rounds, Philadelphia, I picked two. So I said to myself, no, I didn't play favorites because mm-hmm. I wasn't the big Philly guy. But, you know, they ended up, because of the matchup, because Toronto didn't have anybody to match up with Embiid, uh, getting it done. Yeah. So I'm, I, I, I would probably lean... Milwaukee right now. You still got the superstar. You got people starting to compare him. I mean, Michael Jordan now. We're going through this again. Kobe, LeBron, mm. Giannis. It's going to go on forever. You're, you know, your grandkids from your son and your, maybe they'd be masculine children. Uh, <laughs> they will, they'll be, they'll be making comparisons with Jordan and some guy in 2000, uh, uh, you know, in 2048. Uh, sure. You know? Yeah. That's what they're going to be doing. And I think Giannis, if he wants to be put in that sphere, has to win that game at home. Well, if they 
protect home court now. They're going to win the series. The Bucks mm. are still the underdog in the series at plus 110. Right. Boston's minus 130 to win Boston's the series. Boston's good, man. They are good. I mean, and what they've done to Giannis, look, he, he has still been incredible, and I thought his playmaking in game one was fantastic. I, I also think that's sort of doing... I think Boston's okay with that. They're kind of going back to sort of that Giannis Wall thing. They'd like to just sort of protect the rim, make it hard for him at the rim, let him kick it out and pass and playmake and just rely on other guys to beat them. I think they're happy with that. I forgot because you were gone last week. I went into a tirade because the way Boston is playing, okay, uh, Giannis, the Bulls should have played it. Mm. Instead of three guys trying to let Giannis stop Giannis from getting 35 or 40, let him. You stop Connaughton. You stop Allen. Middleton's not playing. Are right. you kidding me? Instead, we let sharpshooters, sharpshooters, guys, snipers like Allen, shoot us down. I mean, Giannis was going to get his points anyway. I thought Donovan coached, and we haven't talked to him. I thought he coached a horrible series. I did. I thought they went about it defensively the wrong way. I'm not saying they would have won, but I thought their strategy was a little flawed I think it's defensively. Fair. Yeah, I think it's fair. I, yeah. I, I do. I think Boston's Boston, playing them the right way. I think you're right. I also think Boston's got the athletes in the roster to be able to guard Absolutely, them better. But wait a minute. We're talking about a sore need guy like Levine. He's an athlete, and and people are talking about resigning him. I know. And wow. you got the wrong. I don't know if I resign a guy who, who was, I mean, you take away a little bit of Levine. That's taken away a lot. Yeah, Giannis has been amazing. Now, now Boston's doing a good job. He's shooting less than 39% from the floor in this series well, so far. he's still but shooting from outside, too, and he might be a little tired. He, that's a good point. He, he is averaging 28 points per game, 12.7 rebounds per game, 7 assists per game, and 1.4 blocks per game through 7 games in this postseason. No player in NBA history has ever put up those averages through 7 games of a single postseason. No player in NBA history ever got thrown into the stands like Michael Jordan. If they did that now, oh, I don't think he'd please. be doing the same well, thing. What did you think of of uh, Dylan Brooks actually getting tossed with the flagrant two and then still getting suspended for a big game three uh, in San Francisco tomorrow night? That's the nightcap. Warriors now, are at home. I'm going to talk about this line in a second because I, I, I don't get it. But what did you think about Dylan Brooks actually getting suspended I, after getting tossed, Mike? After getting tossed, but there's always usually a suspension. It's not the first time Draymond Green. I mean, he cost Cleveland, I mean, Golden State a title. Well, that's because he accrued the the flagrant points. Which made it worse, I think. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to break a guy's arm or you're going to be a flagrant and you get tossed and you're you're suspended only one game, okay? So they got to figure out a way to get by. That's what they got to do. Don't you think? Yeah, and I think Ja's been fantastic. Uh, you know, the, not not having Gary Payton probably lessens their defensive ability to really shut down Ja. I, I don't buy the notion that there's nothing they can do. Now, this is still the Golden State Warriors. This is an incredibly well-run I'm franchise sorry, with a great coach. I can't go against Memphis. I'm, I can't. I don't get this I mean, line. No, no I, excuse me. I can't go against Golden State. Okay, it's Golden State. I but but I, with, even with that said... I. I'm kind of shocked that the Warriors are laying seven points. First of all, Memphis has been one of the best road teams all season in terms of covering the number. They've been one of the best teams all season in terms of covering the number when they're an underdog. They're playing a seasoned team that's been there, done that a couple times. A lot of times. This is a new, new deal for these kids. It is for Memphis, don't you think? They're all very young. You're right. And they're going to be playing legends. They're going to go down as legends. Whether you like Green or not, legend. Mm-hmm. Thompson, legend. legend. Curry, Curry, legend. Maybe outside of Jordan, one of the main game and Wilt, one of the main game changers of all time. Yeah. 
You He's look at that. Those players watch these guys when they were watching at home. And they've had pretty solid home play during the dynasty. And since they moved yep. into the new building a couple of years ago, they've got the best ATS record in the NBA at home yep. since moving into the Chase Center. Curry so. is a player, man, that, I mean, I don't know if you'll ever get if he'll ever get enough credit for what he's done to the game, good or bad. Uh, the three-point line, I mean, am I crazy about it? Absolutely not. See, but I like what baseball, we talked about baseball. Baseball, I love this. I love now really good hitters that are the only good hitters, yeah. great hitters. I don't like when a Chris Davis hits 50 home runs and then you never hear from him again. Some of, the, some of these records are hallowed ground. Now the batters are batting differently. Hmm. They're batting differently. Well, approaches are different for Their sure. Their approach yeah. is different and everything else because they know if they do this launch-level crap, they're flyouts now. So that's what I love. And basketball may get back to that. We're seeing it with the defense now. I mean, didn't we think more games were going to be over? Yeah, I think playoff basketball is still a little different, maybe, and that's why that there's still uh, even though two sixteens considered low now. Well, come on, really? We're not, I mean, in the regular season, you're looking at like two thirty two on most seventy nine. Right? Yeah, 180. I mean, couple one eighty two. <laughs> you're like in the, really Celtics first Magic Showtime. Bull, yeah, one one night uh, and one ninety. Right, like <laughs> both playoff games in the nineties were like eighty seven, eighty one. Right. I mean, like that was a you know, and you were a, having a heart attack. See, everybody forgets the Bulls didn't blow people out all no, the time. Oh, I know. Of you were not. having a heart attack. The Utah series. Yes. All right, I had to. Oh, B says yeah, you're all right. I go, yeah. I'm dizzy. Yeah. you know, I. Yeah. And Absolutely. I was sitting while this was happening. Absolutely. Right? Four-pack four NHL playoff games tonight, too. I'll just give one trend for the first game, the Canes and the Bruins, as that series shifts to Boston, uh-huh. and Carolina's got a 2-0 series lead. Just so, so everyone is aware of this, Carolina is 5-0 and straight up against Boston this year, and they're a plus 22 in goal differential. They've dominated the Bruins for whatever reason. They've scored five goals in four of the five matchups. It looks like they're getting on Toronto back in goal for that matchup tonight, and Hampus Lindholm, one of their best defensemen for the Bruins, who got absolutely obliterated by Svechnikov in game of two, obliterated, is out for tonight. No, no offense. I mean, no defense played in these things for quite. It's time. been weird. Like, there's either been it used to be one to nothing, well, and one to one. Now we're seeing like six zero games, five zero, six zero. How, 6-0, how you know? many overtimes? None, right? I think uh, two. No, Colorado went to overtime last okay. night, but and, not much. And um, the first game between the Rangers and the Pens went to three overtimes. But other than that, I think you're right, Mike. There hasn't been a lot of overtime. And there's been a lot of shutouts. It's been kind of bizarre. Yeah, it, it, and I think hockey has really taken a backseat this year. I do. I, I you know, it was I a know tough year. It's been a tough the, year. The stoppages and then the Olympic break. Look there, Mike. It's May. What are we? May sixth. They're just starting their playoffs. They, I mean, when the biggest highlight of the night is Rizzo jugging a beer. I mean, <laughs> right. you know, on Twitter. Right. I mean, I, I enjoyed that Judge Rizzo, uh, Lemayhew, who was already annihilated. You know. They're they're not going to end the playoffs until like the late June. This is crazy. So I think you're right. It's been a weird year for hockey. Absolutely, been a weird year for hockey. It's been a good year for the hoops. I think it's going to Major League Baseball. I think you'll start to see more production. I mean, I went go off on Monday last Monday, and it was decent out, but it was still chilly. Mm. There's been no bad weather. Everybody used to play 16 in softball, softball, baseball, understands it's always been like this, folks. That's brutal. It's always been like this, but now 85 on Monday. That's good. Thank God. (laughs) Coming up next, let's get some derby picks. The run for the Roses is tomorrow, and our guy Jim Miller is going to join us when we come back next. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. 
This is The Odds Couple with Mike North and Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000 or stream it on the all-new ESPN Chicago app. Entering the home stretch on the Odds Couple, and what a week it is to talk to our guy, Jim Miller. He is the expert handicapper from Hawthorne Racecourse. We got action this weekend. We've got Derby this weekend. So let's get right after it, Mike, with the one and only Jimmy! Jim Miller. Yes. What's up, Jimmy? Boys, this is my Super Bowl. Uh, this is like oh. everything. I love this weekend. This is the greatest two minutes in sports for a reason. I love the Derby. Weather's a factor a lot in Louisville. As miserable as it's been here, we finally have a break, as Mike was mentioning, uh, coming this weekend and into next week. Most, first and foremost, most importantly, what are we thinking? What does the weather look like for Money. the Derby tomorrow? You know what? It's weird because right now there is there is some rain on Friday. There's rain possible Saturday morning. Guys, that track drains extremely well. There could be rain up till, say, 10 a.m., and you'll have a fast track for the Derby. Hmm. I'm planning on a fast track for the Kentucky Derby. Even if it came up with a little bit of moisture in it, I don't think it would affect the running of this race one bit at all. Yeah, because if you look at this morning, in fact, I saw a report from there, and it was pouring out. And that's the first thing I thought of. Back in the 40s, 50s, and 60s, the tracks didn't drain as well. It was more relevant, but there's no doubt if they don't get uh, uh, much more rain that it's going to be okay. Uh, Jimmy, it used to be that uh, these horses were a household name no matter who was ready. Uh, You'd follow them throughout the year. Uh, I don't follow it like I used to, but give me a couple horses that if you bring up to the casual fan that they'll know right away, or are there some horses like that? Yeah, this is an interesting race, guys, because there's no superstar three-year-old this year. Mm -hmm. And when I say that, it means that it could be a little bit of a wide-open race. And there's early betting on the Derby. The windows opened early on Friday morning. And I really thought the morning line odds maker had it wrong at the start when he laid Zandon as a three to one morning line favorite. Mm-hmm. And the better seemed to think so too, because the early betting, when I say early betting, it's still a couple hundred thousand already wagered on the race. They do have Epicenter as the favorite. And Epicenter was the favorite at nine to two. So that shows how wide open this field is. When you have twenty horses and you don't have a nine to five, two to one type of favorite, mm-hmm. it means that there's so many horses in here that can win. But right now, I think Epicenter guys Maybe one of the best horses in the race, but man, post number three is a really tough post. Anything inside of post number five in a field of 20 is very hard to win from, especially in the Derby. Win percentage uh, number three, just 5.4% and the average finish over the years, 8.4. So Jimmy's right on with that. Uh, any long shot, if you had to give out huh. one that you'd want to tell people to put their money on? A lot of them. Yeah, one long shot. It's not super long, but it, it, when you get double-digit odds, I consider it a long shot. Sure. That's the 15-horse White of Barrio. Oh. We've talked about this horse throughout the Triple Crown season, the winner of the Holy Bowl, the winner of the Florida Derby. And, guys, if you look over the last 10 runnings of the Derby and look at the final prep races for winners leading into the Derby, four of those winners came out of the Florida Derby. The mm. other four? came out of the Santa Anita Derby. So those are two key races. So a horse like White Abario, definitely worth looking to. A horse like Taba, worth looking to. Messier, these are horses that you want to look to, and they all have the running style that fits for winning the Derby also. And while Epicenter might not have a great post position, White Abario does. The 15, historically very good. Third best all time with uh, a 10% 
hit rate in the winter circle. So I love it. White Abario, where you can get double-digit odds. Real quick, before your final picks, Jimmy, uh, what's happening at the track? Lots of fun stuff for Derby this weekend? Oh, my gosh. It's so busy, but busy is good, guys. 16 Club Hawthorne OTBs are going to be packed. We have drive-up wagering. If you want to drive up, jump out of your car, place your wagers, and head home. Live racing at Hawthorne Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, so three-day-a-week racing now, too. It's going to be a lot of fun. This is a great weekend for Derby, and it's always nice to have live racing surrounding it also. All right, how should we bet the race tomorrow? All right, so here's how I'm playing the Derby. I'm betting two horses to win in place because I think there's value. I think Messier, the sixth horse, is the fastest horse of the race. I think Messier is going to go out there and possibly steal this race, so I'll bet that horse to win in place the six. But I'm also going to bet the 15, White Abario, to win in place because I think that's a horse that will provide some value. I'll play an exacta box, which means two of these four horses will have to finish first or second. I'll use the three epicenter. I'll use the six Messier. I'm going to throw in the seven Crown Pride, the Japanese horse, and the 15 White Abario. So if any two of those four finish one, two in the exacta, you'll make a nice chunk of change there also. The six horse to win in place, that is Messier. The 15 horse to win in place, that is White Abario. And then an exacta box, three, six, seven, fifteen. Right, Jimmy? That's right. Let's Beautiful. get a nice little ticket here, build things up, and get ready for the preakness. Happy wagering, my friend. We'll talk to you next week. You got it, boys. Good luck. Jimmy! There's Boy, Jim I'll Miller. tell you, that's going to be fun. I can't wait. Hey, speaking of fun, if you went to bed last night, we've all done this. We've been winning the game. I, I, I had an NFL game once. It was a picket. I don't want to say the team because I may be wrong. But I'm going off recollection, which right now, I mean, I'm looking into Prevagen. That's one of those memory <laughs> things. Uh, I see, saw the commercial. Anyway, wait a minute. So, it was 27 nothing. I go to bed in oh, the fourth. And, now, get up. 28-27. I lose. On, now, last night, that's a game that almost made me stop. So, Mike's talking about Mets-Phillies. Oh! They went into the ninth in Philly. 7-1. The, the Mets had a, I'm sorry, the Phillies had a 7-1 to one lead. You go to ninth. bed. You get up. You make your coffee. Guess what? You look at your iPad. You turn on the TV. You see the score. You get a chest pain. You get dizzy. You immediately start to find out where there's some rope. I mean, there's stuff that you just you can't put up with. This is one that would make – if a guy's down five dimes, and he bet five dimes oh, on this game, God, and on. this was his last – he had. let's say you have a $5,000 limit, and you're down forty nine ninety, and you bet – Let's say two grand. Ah, it's safe, and I'm winning seven to one. And you wake up to that, please. Right, please. I, it you're, was. You're, you're, you're trying to get into the L station, and you're not going to take the L. Exactly. That's oh it. my God, the Mets. <laughs> the Mets. Uh, it's the largest Unreal. comeback win for the Mets in 25 years. Believe it or not, yeah. Like tonight, Scherzer pitches in Game oh, Two I of the series. That guy. I, I, I actually think like you could maybe make a case for the Phillies at plus 125. Now the Mets, first of all, have won all five of Scherzer starts this season, but this will already be his third start against the Phillies, and they kind of knocked him around a little bit the last time they faced him. The Mets did win that game, but I don't know. Maybe they maybe it woke him up. It, it lights a fire under them. Maybe I could sort of make a case. Or for maybe the Phillies it was like uh, or, Mets when yeah, he was or, on the ground in the bar. That's true too. Or 
it could be Billy Bats, and they could yeah. lose eleven to two tonight. So, and, and the op- you open the trunk to get your tire out, and Billy Bats is in there going, "Give me another chance." Tread lightly. I mean, yeah, <laughs> no, Jimmy, know? no, Jimmy, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, well, Tommy, Tommy, no, no, Tommy. That, no. That, that, yeah, what he was going through was illusion. <laughs> uh, I'm going to just say this too: if you if you bet that game last oh, night, you're probably gun shy to bet another game. But it will. Somebody said it will turn around. I go, you don't think about that when you wake up in the morning. But it's been a it's been a crazy season. And I don't know, and, and all the Mets had to do was, how about if you had the run line on on Cincinnati, against Cincinnati every game? Sure. They're losing every game every by game. three, four, five. I heard this on VC, VSIN. They yeah. lost every game, but you got to pay 300 if you lose. Exactly. I mean, to That's get that run and part. a half, that yeah. minus one half, you got to pay minus, it started off minus 150, minus 200. Now it's up to 350 on, on these games because Cincinnati's that bad. They, they, I mean, I, in their last like eight games, they've only lost uh, one by one run. I mean, that's how bad it is. All right, Mikey, what about some best plays for the weekend? Well, the podcast will be up today, right? Yes, indeed. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Philadelphia because you still don't know if Embiid's playing yet. There's only a three point. There's a three point spread. Sixers plus but three. But if if Embiid's not playing, the line's probably gonna go down. I I don't know if they made this this spread thinking Embiid's playing. I think they did. Um, I'm gonna take Philadelphia and I'm gonna take Dallas. I'm going to take both those games. Philadelphia and Dallas, okay. Um, I, I think Dallas is a good play tonight, too. And believe it or not, you might think, well, if you like Dallas, why would you play Luka's under? I'm going to play Luka Doncic's under 34.5 tonight. I know he's gone for because 45 maybe you'll and 35. Because will be a facilitator and I, the other guys will step up. I think you nailed it. And after each of the first two games, Jason like Kidd has in the media publicly said, we cannot do this with only Luka scoring. I think somebody else steps yep. up tonight. Luka could still go for 33, have a monster game, and you cash that ticket. It's minus 115 both ways on the uh, total of 34 and a half, and I like Luka's under tonight. Um, so Mike and I both have a play in that game. Michael Finley ain't walking through that door. <laughs> He's not. That's Either is Mark Maybe, maybe Jalen Brunson goes nuts. <laughs> yes, and, right. and I'm going to back the trend. Um, Mike said some good things about just how – how imposing the Warriors could be and how young yeah. the Memphis Grizzlies are. But Memphis has been too good on the road, too good as an underdog this year. Getting seven, I'll take it tomorrow night. I'll take Memphis getting the seven points on the road in San Francisco in that game tomorrow night. And so. I'll be on later on today because I know this podcast is going up quickly. Todd with the bonus pick uh, with some more stuff. Love it. Have a uh, great weekend, everybody. Happy wagering. Enjoy the Derby. Thanks to Jake Cantu for uh, producing the show today. Thanks to executive producer Randy Merkin and, of course, Luke Pergandy and Jimmy Miller. Thanks. Have a great weekend, Mikey. We'll talk to everybody again next Friday. So long, everybody. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports.